Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to The Color Authority. Today, I'm going to be interviewing Claudia Candano. She has more than 14 years of experience in the world of fashion and lifestyle journalism. Claudia began her career at Insal Mexico as fashion editor, where she headed one of the most successful and proactive fashion teams in the Mexican publishing industry. This experience and the most consolidation of her own iconic classic style led her to the direction of the fashion area of El Mexico and later as editor-in-chief of El Mexico, as well as El Decoration and El Man, where she has been given an important turn to the communication of the media. She has built a team recognized as one of the best in the Mexican publishing industry. Claudia has also excelled as a stylist for various celebrities and has given creative advice to designers for the creation of their collections. She studied graphic design at the Universidad Iberoamericana in Mexico City, and her unmistakable signature has been continuously perfected with renowned courses such as Fashion Studies at Parsons, the New School for Design in New York, Art Direction for Fashion and Fashion Journalism at the University of the Arts, London, Central St. Martins in England. Claudia led for four years the efforts of the successful project Mexico Diseña by Elle as project director and jury leader of the TV series with the same name. From her efforts in different platforms, she created Hablemos de Moda, an L podcast, the first fashion podcast in Mexico. Good morning, Claudia. Welcome to the Color Authority. How are you today? Hi, how are you, Judith? I'm fine. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. You're calling in from Mexico, right? Mexico yeah, City. I'm in Mexico City right now. Cool. I miss Mexico. I think most listeners know how much I like Mexico. So every time I have a Mexican podcast, they're like, oh, there she goes again. She's going to talk about <laughs> Mexico again. <laughs> we should be recording here to together in Mexico. Yeah, maybe we, we should do that next time or maybe in October when I'm coming over. That's, that would be yeah, that would be really cool. So just a little bit in a while, I'm just going to ask you a little bit to, to tell the audience a little bit about yourself, your journey, how you got where you are. But the first question is the same for everybody. And that yeah. is what is color? So what is color to you, Claudia? I think color for me, it's a, it's a state, it's a mood. If you are, if you are in a certain mood, I, I would pair it with a color if you're happy maybe like today i'm in a red t-shirt because i i was happy and it's a little cloudy outside so it's nice to be in a color no and yeah i think color is as it's what stages your mood in a day so today you're in a red mood yeah i'm in a red mood today when I, I mean, I just, you know, I read your bio and I think a lot of people probably know know who you are, but you are also somebody that a lot of women look up to. So a lot of people that work in fashion, they look like, what is Claudia Candano going to do? Like, what is she wearing? What is she saying is cool? What is not cool? How did this happen? Like, how did you become this person? And what happened in your, where did your passion start for fashion? But also what were important moments in your career that led you to be with with L. My passion for fashion started when I was I think a little girl, but I didn't know this was a passion for fashion because I always did experiments with the with the clothes and what I was going to wear. My dad used to tell me every time I was going out like are you wearing these to go out and I was like yes I am. And he was I mean, I don't know if he was concerned, but I, he knew I was like always trying new things and trying to be different from other people wearing different clothes. So 
when I when I got older, I studied graphic design, and when I was studying graphic design, I wasn't like as happy as I thought I would be, and I started searching what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> so I decided to to apply to Parsons in fashion. I wa- I wanted to make I wanted to do a master in fashion, but I also wanted to do something in interior design. So I didn't I wasn't sure what was my real passion. So I applied for both and I got accepted for fashion design. So I went to uh, to take a course in fashion studies first and I liked it a lot and I thought I was I wasn't going to be a fashion designer then. So I got back to Mexico after 6 months and and a friend of mine called me and told me like so a friend of mine is searching for a, an assistant in fashion. So do you want to to apply? And I was like, yes, of course. So I went to this interview and she was the editor, the fashion editor of InStyle in Mexico. And it was, it has, it had like one issue because it was new in Mexico, InStyle. But I always went, liked InStyle New York. Like it was a magazine for everyone. And when I applied to Parsons, I... I said that in my essay that I wanted to make fashion for everyone, not only for a certain type of people. Right. And then when I when I got to this interview, she told me this was something that Insta wanted to do for people that read the magazine. No, so that's what I liked about it. And I started being her assistant. And then after I I started being an assistant, then I was a coordinator in fashion, and then the fashion editor of the magazine. And then I moved to L after seven years, moved to L and I've been in L eight years now. And yeah, this is, I love it. You know, like this is something that it's not work for me and I have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. You're probably, so, I mean, it's needless to say that you're good at what you do. You're very good at your (laughs) job, but that's, I guess that's because you're passionate and that you're doing something that you love. And that's when you love something you can you can be great in anything you do yeah i agree and my my grandfather used to say that it doesn't matter what you do on but you have to do it with passion because if you don't then you won't you won't have fun doing your job no. and i think it's important to have a little fun in your job are yeah. some days are better than others but yeah I think that's, <laughs> I think that's with everybody i mean that's no matter what your job is why did you not why did you know that you were not going to be a fashion designer? Why did you know? Because I realized I liked a lot of fashion designers and they were doing a great job. I like I wasn't going to going to do something new as mm. some others did, you know, because of the time I was starting to do it or I didn't feel like it was something for me. I wanted to make their clothes look more cooler or more appealing to people but i mean they already did it so that's why i didn't want to start doing uh, being a fashion designer so when you're so you've been with l now for already eight years that's indeed a long time so when you look at when you work on a piece for your magazine for l magazine where is color like is it the beginning is it in the in a certain point in this clothes that you're selecting or the accessories what what role does color play when you when you work on the on the magazine? It depends a little bit on the story. 
If we are doing a color story, for example, we did this story all red, and this this story was planned to be red because we knew every designer in fashion was has had a piece red. So we wanted to make this beautiful red story. So in that issue, that was February this year. And in this issue, we we made red our main color in the whole magazine. Like we had two or three stories that had red on it. And like in the graphic design, the art director decided to have these red pages, full red pages. And yeah, red was like this important color in the in the in the issue. But there are some other issues that are not a color inspired issue, but they are they have we have always color. Yellow is one of the colors that we use a lot in different pages. We also do a lot of blue and yeah, red, blue, red, yellow, and green. Those are kind of our colors in El Mexico. And we always try to make a point that it's color. It's like, a, I don't know how to say it in English. Hilo conductor, like. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah, like a thread from the beginning yeah. to the end. So it makes sense for people that it's reading that we want to make a point about a color in fashion being the trend, for example. We want to make the reader feel it, not only read about it, but feel it in the whole magazine. And we also use color as as a pointer or as a or as a gets your eye in this in the story. For example, sometimes we put like pink typography so you can you have to read that because you you are like what is this i i need to know you know yeah. so this is what I, what we like about color color makes you understand the a story in a better way or yeah it we always work with color so when with your team color is part of a daily discussion you talk about color yeah. almost every day and sometimes is that it's not a discussion but it's something that it's understated like we all know we want some color in it. And when we start talking about it, it gets more aware that you're doing this with a certain color. But sometimes it just gets there. Like when I start, when I am checking the the articles for print, I see like, oh yeah, we did a lot of color in this issue. Like, yeah, like we, when you see it all together, you realize that we were in a great mood that, that, yeah. that month, maybe. Yeah, you know? Clearly. So you just mentioned that there are, I think I counted five colors for uh, El Mexico. Why yeah. those five colors? Is there a particular reason or do you think they really represent Mexico? No, I don't think it's something that represents me Mexico exactly. But I think it's something that represents, I think it's, a there. these are younger colors and we want to, to talk to a younger audience every time that we, like we want to, talk, to get to Yen C. And Yen C is, some it's a lot about color you know so i think my like i'm a, a millennial almost i wasn't but i i was i am i mean yeah. and we dress a lot in black and we like black but the younger generation like color and i think this is the reason we use a lot of color to make it feel younger so it's a way to attract more audience and the younger audience yeah i think yeah. so yeah, no, it's interesting because uh, the colors that you mentioned, they're indeed very bright, uh, but also they really pop, like they're pop colors. Yeah. And yeah, when we, in El Decoration, we had this story published in June and it's, it's a, it's a home from someone I know. And it's very like, 
it has a lot of things, a lot of books, a lot of everything. Her house is packed, you know? <laughs> so we did this yellow, yellow frame for a picture. And then we repeated like three times in the, in the whole story. And then we, we put this in a server that all the elves in the world can see it. And this got syndicated several times, like more than the others. We had this white house that it wasn't popping in your eye. So I think this got to be the most exciting for other people because that was looking for, searching for a story to publish yeah. because it popped your eye, you know? So I think it, this was important for, for this story to be like, like it's the house crowded. And also the yellow that makes you want to be there, you know? Yeah, yellow is, of course, optimism. It's hope. It's the sun. It's very radiating. It's like, here yeah. I am. Look at me. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. When you you think about uh, wearing yellow, for example, it gets a little hard. Like, people look look at you, you know? And so it's intimidating a little bit. Yeah. I, I did some, obviously, some studies on that. And yeah. I, was, I was told also what yellow, but the reason why not a lot of people wear yellow is because just like what you say, you draw attention, mm -hmm. but also yellow, when you wear yellow, it's here I am. Look at me. I know who I am. So that's a, a very strong message. And that's yeah. why, you know, it's it's not an easy color to wear, I guess. No, and it's a little intimidating because... Yeah. Yeah, as you said, you are there. If you if you are wearing color, everyone is going to be aware that you are just there. Yeah. So it's hard. It's true. Yeah. So when we talk about fashion, I think today there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about fashion, and especially yeah. fast fashion. You know, like what are we doing in in this world? What is the bigger purpose for fashion in society? What purpose does it have? What is its main objective today? You know, how can fashion support us instead of only being the bad child in the class, right? <laughs> it's hard not to be the, the bad child because of the pollution that the fashion industry is making. But I think the industry is getting aware of what is happening and it's trying to make better practices to yeah, to be better for for the planet, no, and not to do such harm in the in the planet. So, but I also think it it has to do something with the consumer because we th we have to think what are we wearing every time we're we're buying something? Do we want to wear something that we don't know where it came from? Do we want to wear something that we don't appreciate? I don't think we I don't think we do because we are doing that with food. You eat what you feel is good for your body. So you have to do the same with fashion. And I think fashion has to be something that you appreciate and you passionate about. Not, not in the same way as I am, maybe, but you have to be very careful in what you buy. And also you have to search about the brands that you like to be more, to have a purpose, not to buy. I, I'm buying this because blah 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 you you we you we all would would have several and different ideas of what why we are wearing something but i think we have to be as consumers more aware of everything that it's happening in fashion mm -hmm. you you talked about fa fast fashion i think it's something that we have to start thinking about you we don't need to wear or buy every six months 
10 pieces or 15 pieces. You can buy one or maybe you can buy one in a second hand. Maybe something that someone else wore before and it's new for you, but it, it is not new. Yeah. So I think it's something about being being careful in what you buy and why you buy it. Yeah. And buying things that you really like. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you really need them as well. For example, if your underwear is bro, it's it has a hole in it. You need a <laughs> new one, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> this is something that you need. But if you don't need it, why would you buy it? You have to ask these these questions every time you're gonna buy something that you don't really need or that you if you really want it, then why don't you save a little more more money? And, and wait a little longer and buy it for a brand that it's more with, that has a purpose helping the planet, for example. No, no, that's very true. Yeah. You, I mean, you're on my podcast now and I'm very grateful <laughs> for that, but you created the first podcast in Mexico talking about fashion. Why yeah. was it so important for you to create this platform besides the magazines and other projects that you have? Why is the podcast so important for you? When we started the post, the podcast, we it was because the two pers- the two people that I started the podcast with was Jordi and Raúl, and they were the digital editor and the fashion editor of the magazine in that moment. So we always wanted to we always talked about fashion when we were in the car together or going to Fashion Week together. We were always talking about fashion and we laughed about it and we didn't take it as this really important subjects you know we did it we did take it like somewhere something we like and we like to talk about mm-hmm. so we decided like we were saying one day in the car like we should have a podcast talking about fashion and then we started we started doing research about what was a podcast about fashion in mexico and there wasn't any so we we decided to 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 be the first one and also to take the the tone and the way we we do the magazine in another platform mm-hmm. and the idea was to have more to expand our point of view and our knowledge to uh, different audiences yeah so podcast was a good one and also podcast was getting more important as for people in mexico because you you listen to a podcast when you're going to, from your house to your job and going back. It's easy to do it, you know. And There's it's a lot of traffic that... in Mexico as well. So yeah, you and you have a lot of in Uber. Yeah, and we wanted to make it fun for the people that was in the Uber, in the Uber, or in the in, in their cars going for, for going to work. So we wanted to make it a little fun and distracting and yeah we did this podcast and it's the tone of our podcast is to have fun and to make fashion a little easier for people to hear about yeah so yeah to lower a little bit the threshold you know everybody's a little bit like with art a lot of people they don't go to museum or they don't go to art galleries because they think they have to understand it or to know the art it's the same with fashion people are just like yeah well i don't know much about it i don't know what to choose but this is good because you created the platform for everybody. You know, not everybody buys Elle magazine, but they perhaps will listen to Hablemos de Moda, no? Hablemos yeah. de Moda and then hashtag. So it's officially an L podcast or is it your yeah. podcast? No, it's an L podcast. It's for the it's from the magazine and 
it's ours because we are in it, but it's else, you know, and it's nice because now we are there, but maybe in a few years, someone else is doing this podcast and it's fun to listen to other point of views. Yeah, no, that's true. What do you think is interesting currently in the world of fashion? When you talk about color, like what, where do you see color in fashion that you're like, wow, that's new or something that's inspiring you? Something that was new last year, especially that was Valentino doing a hot pink collection and wrong way and everything was hot pink. And even the store in Paris was outside. It was hot pink as well. And the everything in the store was hot pink as well. So this, I think this was a huge statement from Valentino to the world to say the pandemic is over and then we have to wear pink. And it was a fall winter collection. So that was even bigger. So stop wearing black and white or black and gray and start wearing pink. And this went through everyone. Everyone was wearing pink, hot pink at carpets and events. And now we have, and now this year we have Barbie going huge in the world. So it's something that just happened from like fashion had it first and then it went out there for everyone, you know? So I think this is a huge statement in fashion. And also brands are aware of what they call, what color represents them. So for example, Bottega Veneta now it's represented by green hot green like this this green that you cannot if you are into fashion you know this is a green from Bottega Veneta no and also Hermes is orange and Hermes has always been orange so I think these brands are aware that a color can define them and also Ferragamo in their last collection made this red runway with a red carpet a huge red carpet and everything was red and also they had not all the collection was red, but they had a, several looks in red. So I think this is something that designers are started are starting to use in their in their favor to be in the top of mind of people. So if you are wearing if you are wearing red, people would say, "Is this from Ferragamo or is this is this a, bag, a Bottega Veneta bag or you know?" Yeah. So I think that's fun. That's fun too to get in your in, in your mind like try to know what are the colors of the brands i this is something that it's fun for me for, at least yeah it becomes an identity in certain form. yeah exactly yeah. and it's to be very honest me as a color designer this has not happened for many years and this is exactly yeah. what i do with my clients so this is what i do with mainly products automotive you know and it's it's super that fashion is there right they're they're just doing it and i remember we having a very hot discussion on red um, where <laughs> somewhere in that. february march for i think a few hours so yeah. it's red definitely red is it, it's hot currently yeah yeah it's very hot currently and it, i think it has something to do with what i just said about ferragamo and things that were happening in february exactly yeah. Rihanna. Rihanna was a huge statement because she was pregnant and she was wearing red and she was being seen for a lot of people. And this was huge. Like, I remember my Instagram was everything in Rihanna, red, 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 you know. 
So I think also designers have acknowledged that this is something that's, that you can make about color. If you have a pop of color in your collection, then people is going to talk about it. Yeah. Like, I remember 2021, we were all talking about this. Yeah, no, last year, we were all talking about pink. Now this year, we are all talking about red. And maybe next year, we will be talking about yellow. We don't know, but it's something that it's already happening in fashion. Yeah, it's super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You work a lot with fashion designers, obviously, around the world, but in Pacific, obviously, in Mexico. And what makes... What what do you think does a Mexican or any designer need to stand out? How can you be different today? Because you're also a former judge. So, <sighs> I mean, you know what to look at. You know how somebody can be new or, you know, classic. What what does a future designer who's now working, what do they need to be different? Like, what would make them stand out? I think what makes them stand out, it's being being truth to the, what they think and what they want and their aesthetic because their aesthetic is going to make them different because not everyone has the same aesthetic. And you will, if you have a brand and if you're a fashion designer, you would work on your own aesthetic. And I think this has happened to a lot of designers like Dries Van Otten, for example. He has always worked with color and print and a lot of things that you can, you can read. You can remember that this is from, if you see a piece, you know, this is from Dries Van Otten. You have to make this identity, as you said before, not only with color, but only maybe with cuts and shapes and things that make your brand yours and different from others. Because as I said before, designing something, it's very hard because we have a lot of information right now. Maybe when Christian Dior was a designer, he didn't have this input from other countries because he couldn't see it unless he traveled so he knew what he knew and what he made was different and very new in that moment and i think people is expecting this from the designers in this in this era but it's not going to happen designers in this era have a lot of information they have instagram they have tiktok they have everything so they have a lot of information to to digest and make their own brand so they have to go inside, not go outside, go outside and understand what it's happening to make a collection or a brand new and different from what we're seeing outside. No? Yeah. And I think also something that they have to think about is what are people wearing? Because we used to wear more elegant and sophisticated clothes before, and now we, we want to wear jeans and T-shirts and yeah, comfort. Yeah. Comfort. Yeah. So I think this is something that people has to or designers has to have to understand. Yeah. To to make thing, things different. And Mexican designers are very into our culture and trying to make things that are very Mexican to other people, but also Mexicans don't feel that they wearing a custom. No, they're wearing something that it's made in Mexico. But not a not a costume or something that you would buy in a souvenir store, for example. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> you want you may want to avoid that indeed. That's yeah, uh, exactly. Because you are indeed a great supporter of Mexican design, Mexican fashion. What is happening in the world of Mexican design today that really makes you <gasps> excited? I think what I, it makes me excited is that designers are getting like a history doing fashion. Like they're 
were they have been working in fashion for long time now because when i started they were very new some of them they didn't have they had five years in the industry doing clothes and not a lot of people knew them or but now they do they got to some people ask when you're wearing something they're like ah this is julia renata this is cancino and you're like yeah how did you know but and this makes you like very happy because what it this means that they have been working hard and they have been working in what they believe and people can now understand their aesthetic and get it and and be aware of this is what they are doing so i think fashion in mexico has become a little not as young as it was 20 years ago and now we have been working for four years 30 years 20 years and also i think these platforms for e-commerce have been picking a lot of Mexican designers. And this also works for like for them to be out there in the world, no? For, because they are presenting their collections, maybe not in Fashion Week in Paris or Milan, but people in Milan can buy Mexican designers' clothes. And I also think something great about Mexican designers is that they are they are always thinking on our climate situation. And we in Mexico have a great weather all day, all year long. So when you see a Mexican designer clothes, you think about summer in Europe, for example. So you want to wear this in summer, in the summer, because it's easy to wear, easy to pack, very fresh. And I think this is also something that I've I've been seeing a lot in fashion design. Yeah, natural fashion. fibers, natural textiles. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. this is so great because also the production is not huge. So we have designers that make very few pieces, and so that's also what we were saying before. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. I think personally, what I'm seeing from the outside, you know, going to Mexico very often. But being still obviously not not Mexican, seeing from the outside, there's a lot of attention to what is Mexican design and Mexican fashion. I think it is yeah. it is growing. And then of course, Dior being in in Mexico with the cruise collection, it helps. You know, whatever people, I mean, whatever people said about appropriation, you know, there's always a lot of discussion happening around the theme of of doing something, but it's it gave a lot of attention to what is Mexican fashion. Yeah. And also it's a, like so, something is happening to Mexico. It's specifically Mexico City right now. Mm. A lot of people wants to come to Mexico City and know want to know what are we doing? What are we wearing? What are we eating? Everything. So as you said, Dior being here presenting their cruise collection was huge for Mexico and for the fashion industry in general. A lot of people were talking about this. Even people that doesn't talk about fashion, usually they were saying, wow, this show was huge and amazing. And this appropriation, I think, also made conversation more interesting because we all had different point of views and we were discussing this in a different way. Not only fashion, did you like the collection or not? No, we went more profound and this was good for fashion in general and also for Mexican designers to be able to, I don't know, be Mexican artisans and Mexican designers to be closer to this collection as well. Yeah. And also a person that we met both yeah. was there. And that was just, you know, knowing that Remigio was there is just amazing to know that he 
Because, I mean, Remigio is Mexican textile, Mexican fiber. He is Mexico, Mexico. So it's knowing that he was part of this whole production, that that was was just amazing. And I think also the rainfall, you were there, right? The rainfall made it perfect. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I don't know. I was talking to, to someone like three months ago and I, and not two months ago. And I was like, yeah, that made it more beautiful. Like it was perfect. The timing was perfect because it was raining so hard before the show. And then when the show started, it was raining, but not as much. Yeah. So it was super, super beautiful. The pictures are amazing. And it was, it was just amazing. More dramatic. Like, how did I miss this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was great, yeah. So what would you say is your personal color style? I think I know it, but I think the audience does not. So I'm curious. Black <laughs> is my color. I love black. I always want to wear black. But I think I'm very into red. I love red. And I think blue has always been a color that I like. And green, maybe pink sometimes now. I didn't like pink before. Not before... Before Valentino, I didn't like pink. And then Valentino made me like pink a little bit more. And then now I really, I'm really into pink. Like I want to paint a wall in my, in my, in my TV room. You changed pink. your mind again because I thought it was going to be yellow. Yeah. So you changed again. Yeah, it mind. was going to be yellow. But then I, I <laughs> thought I was going to get very stressed about yellow all the time. So now I want pink. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't painted it yet. So Color has been, I've always liked color, but when I wear something, I want to, I, I always pick black. But nowadays I'm wearing a lot a lot of more colors than I used to. Like uh, two years ago, I w- would only wear black. But now I'm interested in, I'm interested in, in trying some other colors. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear What is that. yours? My color, I wear, I'm supposed to wear a lot of yellow because uh-huh. yellow is my color it's the color that makes me most me because mm-hmm. i'm a yellow person so i'm i radiate sunshine when i wear yellow wow but i wear a lot of blues as well and a lot of beiges so beige so it's still part of the yellow family right yeah. so it's eco beige sand colors so that's okay. very and blue because of my eyes of course yeah nice yeah i don't know what is my color do you know I know, somebody, you know I know somebody who can help you with that. That's for sure. <laughs> I did a podcast this morning with somebody who does seasonal color palettes for everybody. And not okay. an interesting thing is not, you know, so she explained to me our physical looks decide 30% of the colors that we should be wearing, but 70% is inside. Okay. It's like what you okay. said about design. You know, you can only design very well if you know who you are inside. And so yeah. she works also with words. Like, what is your word? Is your word daring or is it? It was very interesting. So I'm going to listen to that podcast. Yeah, it will be live in, in September. But it was like, I, I know my colors because because of my work and because I've been working with it. But it's not only just like you. I mean, we're both blonde. We both fairly skinned. And I think you have green or blue eyes, right? Green, yeah. Green. So that can already set like a standard, but nobody is standard. Everybody no. that has different character and personalities that they want to show. So it was really yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's very usual that people in fashion wear black because I think yeah. we are so like we have a lot of informa- information in clothing all the time that you want to be a little muted, a little bit 
more like to pass unadvised like I don't know if that's the word but yeah to be there but not being there wearing black yeah you don't want to get the attention because you're like let's give the attention to the work or the fashion or yeah exactly when I present colors trend colors so color is fine but when I do trend presentations or then I'm talking about 2025 Uh I I, I don't wear color or I wear muted colors or black or white because the audience gets confused (laughs) yeah exactly because then you you don't know what to see no if you're if you see the presentation or the person that it's telling you about it yeah i get it attention goes to the work always yeah who is so you i mean i I know you you're a very sustainable shopper probably (laughs) but is there a fashion designer right now that you really like to wear i'm always very I mean, I love Dries Van Oten, as, as I said before. He's my favorite, one of my favorites. I also like Comme des Garçons very much. I think Reka Kawaku is a great designer and she she makes beautiful clothes and clothes that you can wear every day or piece of, pieces of art as well. No? So I admire her and I like, I love to wear her clothes. And also... I love Prada as well. Yeah, those are my favorites. And also Margiela is one of my favorites. And I always want to wear something from my Margiela. That's, that's my favorite. So I think yeah, I it's have your six pair of Margiela shoes. So I'm like, yeah, my jacket, my like skirts. Yeah, everything. Yeah, Margiela is amazing. Yeah, I think those four are my favorites right now. Yeah, because that also changes depending on what they're doing. But especially when they're strong designers, they have a strong identity you almost always like the collection because if they yeah. they have a very strict direction, I mean, it's it's your style, you know, it fits. And with- they all have some basics that maybe are not in the collection that they present. Yeah. But then you go to the store and you have the best black pants ever are the the pants from Dries Van Oten. They're so great because it doesn't matter if you're curvy or not, if you're long or not or short, it doesn't matter. They fit perfectly so i think this is something that i really like about that because it's a way if you dress with clothes that fits good on you you're you feel better and you feel great and you and people tells you about your clothing like where are these pants from they look amazing and then you are you want to wear them more often yeah i think that's true i think that's also a little bit you know, female bodies looking differently in the north of Europe than in Italy. Uh, obviously, Tris van Norten. I lately bought an outfit from Adi van der Krommenacker. Uh-huh. It's the same, you know, and it fits. It fits uh-huh. because not we're not all, you know, the same. Yeah, sculpted perfectly. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's um, it's. I think it's a little bit typical of of what I'm seeing currently of of northern European designers, which is different than from the southern and the the typical italian designers indeed yeah totally yeah i agree so it's difficult to enter the world of fashion i don't think this has changed maybe the fashion world is a little bit more open-minded than it was 10 years 15 20 years ago but it's still rather difficult what advice do you have to young professionals that want to get into fashion working hard is my my always my advice always because if you work hard you can work where in the industry that you like because you being a hard worker and being focused makes makes you better every day no i think so so what happened it's fashion is hard because people think it's easy i think people think they know about fashion because they like to watch i don't know 
they like to see the collections or they think they know about about it because they are into fashion but mm. this is not a real thing fashion is complicated fashion is hard and fashion is also something very a lot of competition is there in fashion now yeah. because it wasn't before and now it is so it's very competed and people have to to stand out to be working in fashion so this is and the, and you're going to stand out if you work and you understand that fashion is not glamour it's hard work as all as if you're uh, if you're in, in in math you have to work hard you you cannot be someone that or in finance you have to work hard so the same in fashion i think you have we have to get the this stereotype about fashion out of our minds and understand that it's a very competitive industry and very hard industry to work in so you have to yeah. be very aware of what, who you are and what you do and work hard. This yeah. is what I think. Work hard is definitely, definitely part of, of any job, really, if you want to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, if you want to be in fashion industry, you have to send your curriculum to everyone that you want to work with. And someone would, would be op- open to interview you. And yeah, you have to be very into fashion and be try and try to and try hard to be in fashion this trainee that we had before he went with his curriculum printed to every editorial house in Mexico and he tried to get to the human resources people to live there live his curriculum there and everything but he could like he could he could do it in some in some in some houses, but not in others. When right. he got to expansion, he tried to go to the human resources person, and the guard outside told him he he couldn't come in. Now, so Jordi, the digital editor, was having a secret outside, uh-huh. so he went like, "Oh, sorry, do you know someone from L?" And Jordi was like, "What do you need? Can you give this to someone that works for L?" And he was like, okay, yeah, give it to me. So he gave his curriculum to Jordi and Jordi was like, okay, thank you. So this guy left, Jordi came in and he was like, this guy have been looking for someone from human resources all day. He, he, it was raining and his curriculum was a little wet. (laughs) This is like a story like that, like a TV story, but it's real. And he became our trainee for several years and now he and he got a scholarship in Paris and he's working in LVMH in Paris now. He works for us. He writes some articles for us sometimes, but he's been trying very hard to be in this industry and now he's in, you know, he had this idea that he wanted to work in a magazine and he did everything in yeah. his power to work in it, you know, yeah, just and have he had a good luck and he had good luck as well. Yeah. I think it's yeah. a mix of luck, but also keep going keep going yeah keep trying, keep trying keep trying until somebody yeah. sees you yeah exactly i think you've pretty much done everything in this world when it comes to fashion but i'm still gonna ask you what is next for you what is like even a project that you're already working on or something that would be like a dream project i'm writing a book mm. about fashion and this is a, a next step not everybody knows that I'm writing a book, but yeah. Well, they I will am. now, but okay. Yeah, they will now. <laughs> but yeah, I'm writing a book and this is the next step. And I don't know what else. I'm I'm always open and thinking about what is next. Yeah, We'll see. 
Yeah. Well, writing a book takes a long time. I mean, yeah, it is taking a long time. For... It's going to keep you busy for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it sometimes you're like, yeah, I'm inspired. I'm going to write. And you start writing and then you're blocked. Like, no, I, I don't know. I wasn't inspired at, at all. And then someday, some days you are not inspired and you start writing and it flows. So it depends on the mood also. But it's fun. It's fun to write. Uh, I'll, I will tell you when it's out. Yeah, and um, I want to read it, of course. Yeah, Just send me a you. copy from Mexico. Of course, I will. Claudia, I want to thank you for this conversation about fashion and color and Mexico and everything that you've shared with the audience. I, I love having you and um, I wish you well and I hope to see you uh, later this year. Yeah, I hope to see you too. I wish you well as well. And I'm so happy to that we had this moment to talk. It was fun. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this last episode. If you are a fan of the Color Authority podcast, please let us know by reviewing and rating our show on whichever platform you're listening on. The next episode is coming out next month. And in the meantime, I'm wishing you a wonderful, colorful day.